0: We are all on the hamster wheel. There's no crystal ball here. I mean, there's so many factors going on in our world right now. And um, I just really want people to, to give themselves permission to slow down and spend some time with their thoughts.
1: Tractionville McKenzie here, integrator for the Tractionville podcast and the launch of Chris and Benj's new book, The Clarity Field Guide is happening now. The book is out. And today we want to share a little bit about what's in it, what's in it for you and how you can really unlock the power of clarity sessions. So Chris and Benj, let's get started. I think we've really outlined the value of the the process here, but let's get a little bit tactical. So, give us, give us your short list for making a clarity session successful. How do you, how do you enter into that challenging space and really make the most of that time?
2: You gotta prioritize it, which means it's gotta get on your calendar. Uh, to do isn't good enough. It's gotta get on your calendar and it must be protected, which means that you're gonna have to do some education to the people around you on why this is important for you and for the organization. Why is it important for you to take this time and then let them know what it looks like? You can challenge them to do it as well. That'd be my first tip. Chris.
0: Yeah. I, you know, it's a, um, this idea of journaling in the field guide. Um, if you look at it like an exercise, like a muscle, you've got to work it and you have to come in and not, not, like kind of going back to what I said earlier, um, you're going to be alone when you do this. So, so yes, you may be dealing with some of your own fears and some of the questions might challenge you or even scare you, but just remember you're in a, you're in a safe place. It's you and just your thoughts. And when you make that commitment, you get it on your calendar, you you book everything else around it, Right. In order to create a habit, you've got to do it consistency, right? Create that repeatability, and then it becomes muscle memory. And that's what I'm looking for, right? And and that's what I'm excited about for my own personal journey with the guide is just getting back to a routine, a disciplined routine, um, and uh, committing to it and schedule everything else around it.
2: I'd also recommend just write because don't edit yourself. Allow it to be a really, really shitty first draft. Um, and, and just keep writing. Don't stop and edit yourself. Don't stop and process Just keep writing and see where it goes. And that's gonna allow your mind to free up. And that's part of that, that habit and dif, uh, discipline that Chris is just talking about. As, as we do that, we're gonna get better and better at bringing our subconscious to our conscious faster and faster and faster.
0: And, and, you know, I, I'll throw another challenge out there. Do this during the work week. Yeah, I agree. And during the work day. Yep. Don't say you're going to do it at night or you'll do it on the weekend. The idea here is to give yourself permission during a work day to go have some time to reflect and protect your confidence and just go to the season pick the question, and and to Ben's point, just write. Nobody else is gonna see it, and, and unless you wanna show them, but you're not gonna get graded here on penmanship, and mm-hmm. uh, just, just get it out of your head and um, have fun with it. This isn't meant to be intimidating. This is meant to help, to get you into your own thoughts, have a conversation with yourself, challenge yourself, um, and build that muscle memory.
2: Chris, you've said a couple of times, build your, or protect your confidence. And I love that line. And it's, you know, one of part of the clarity break leadership ability in in the EOS manual. Um, I love the story that goes along with it. Of if you're cutting a road through the forest, right. And you're just in the grind working every day, cutting trees, putting pavement, cut trees, put pavement. Well, it's really easy to start to wonder what in the heck are we doing? But if we climb to the highest top of the highest tree, then we can see what we're building. We can see where we're going. We can tie it to a vision, a destination. We can say, are we sure that's where we wanna go still? right? And then we can say, hey, are we going in a straight line? Are we going in circles? We weave in too much. So I can come down from that tree with confidence. We're, this is the way we need to go. This is the pace. We're, we're either doing the right things or we may need to make some adjustments. And you can't do that if you're in the grind you've got to you've got to take the time to get up to protect the confidence.
0: You you're protecting your confidence. You know what you you have to do is you have to disconnect from work. Turn your phone off. You know, if you can if you can take the field guide and go have a clarity break off campus. Wherever that is, right? Coffee shop, whatever. I I think it's important that Again, you put it on your calendar, do it during the work week, during work hours, and then, you know, make sure that whatever time it is, 30 minutes, 60, 90, that you're uninterrupted. You are giving yourself permission to turn that phone off and just sit there
2: with your own thoughts. You've got to give yourself permission to do that. Yeah, I'm I'm sure Mackenzie's dying to ask us another question and keep us moving, but I think that's a great point because we don't call out in the book. This is how much you should take clarity breaks. This is for how long you should take clarity breaks. This is where you should. Some people need the mountains. Some people need the ocean. Some people need, you know, their closet. And some people need 10 minutes every single day. Some people need two hours a week. Some people need a half day or a full day a month. You've got to find that rhythm for yourself. Um, that, that's yeah that's very personal and independent, depends on your role, your situation, your personality, all those things, but you're not going to find it if you don't start the journey. Right. And and when you get in there, you know,
0: don't, don't rush your thinking or expect any huge epiphanies, right? Just dive into the season, dive into a question or two, and don't overthink it and just write. Um, and um, you know, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to eliminate all of the resistance, right? So that you can just take that time, protect it. And uh there's such great value in it's like meditation, right? Um lowering your heart rate, you know, controlling your breaths and just you know focused deep thought, which should bring you some peace. Now it might also bring you some agita, and that's okay, too, because from that, you might take whatever you wrote and bring it into an L10 and get your team's you know perspective on that question and maybe your answer. Attention visionaries and integrators, are you doing everything you can to push your leadership team to its greatest potential? If you've read the book, Rocket Fuel, written by Gino Wickman and Mark C. Winters, and you're already operating with Rocket Fuel, or maybe you're just looking to get started, then we have the place for you. Introducing Rocket Fuel University, a robust community of visionaries and integrators and those who want to help them succeed. You'll have the ability to connect with other visionaries and integrators who are facing the same challenges you are. Tapping into the experience of others will help you get there faster and with less pain. You'll be able to implement the Rocket Fuel structure more effectively. Rocket Fuel University members get exclusive access to live Q&A meetings presented by the Rocket Fuel leadership team. Get unstuck when you're up against something that you're not quite sure how to handle. To get started, visit rocketfueluniversity.com. And if you're really serious about making your VI Duo truly great, register today for Rocket Fuel University. That's rocketfueluniversity.com.
1: The passion around helping people do this well is so clear with you guys right now. This is great. Um, I, I think anyone who who goes to do this has a pretty clear pathway and a lot of permission to do it in a way that works for them. I want to, I'm going to take a hard right turn here and I want to get personal around this because you've given a lot of great advice, but I want to test if you're following your own advice. So can you, if you're willing, uh, will you tell us each of you where you are kind of in the, in that creator cycle right now, uh, maybe a question you're wrestling with and kind of what you're discovering.
0: So for me, um, I'm in the, I'm in the planning season. Um, you know, we, we, I have my EOS practice and, uh, you know, we're setting up our VTO for 2021 and lots of planning going on there. Um, obviously Saint we're doing that with you right now as our integrator with Tractionville, um, lots of planning right now. And it's really, it's, it's, it's very invigorating for me right now. It's very exciting, um, you know. As a visionary, um, I just things are just coming to me. Benjamin was saying that you know thoughts will come to him, you know, in the shower or whatnot. My thoughts come to me in my sleep and they wake me up, and I can't go back to sleep. So I, I'm you know I'm running to my computer to to, to capture the the those thoughts. And then uh, dump them on you guys <laughs> to IDS <laughs> or or for Mackenzie to tell me, yeah, that's a good one, Chris, but we're going to put that on the parking lot. We'll talk about that next quarter. Uh, I need that. I need that filter. But, but the planning stage is invigorating. It's fun. It's optimistic. It's exciting. And, and um, that's where my head is right now. That's the season I'm in.
2: And I'm probably more in the, the executing mode right now. The to-do list is huge, but it's also energizing. Sometimes the to-do list is huge, and you don't even want to look at it. Um, I'm really excited about all the, all the things that are going on. One of the risks um, somewhere between the planning and executing side is, is that you that you use that energy and think it's um, never ending, and you, you commit to too much. So that's the one thing that I'm trying to, to shield against right now is over committing.
1: Thank you guys for the transparency. I think it's it puts a little bit of perspective into what this can look like and how it works on the ground in your everyday life to be going through these seasons in the creator cycle. So both of you are doing a lot of work implementing EOS with clients and also coaching uh, people on an individual basis. So I'm curious how you hope this book will impact them.
2: Oh man, how do I want it to impact them? I want them to be impacted deeply. I want it to have a meaningful effect on their life and at a a deep level, at an identity level. Um, EOS is an operating system to help us get what we want out of our business. And I think this book is critical to helping people understand what it is that they really want and what role the business actually plays in that.
0: Yeah, you know, and given the, the whole COVID-19 that we're dealing with as business owners and leaders, I just really want people to give themselves permission to slow down, take a little break, to capture their thoughts. We are all on the hamster wheel. There's no crystal ball here on, on the, the pandemic. I mean, there's so many factors going on in our world right now. And um, I just really want people to, to give themselves permission to slow down and spend some time with their thoughts and, and ultimately, right, to get clarity.
1: Okay. So I've got, a, I've got a fun question for us. Chris, what's the biggest lesson you've learned from Benj in the process of putting this book together? And Benj, what's the biggest lesson you've learned from Chris?
0: I I, I love Benj's perspective on so many different things because it's so different from mine. It helps me tremendously. So I think through writing the book, Benj is a deep thinker, but he doesn't make it complex. He's able to, he's able to kind of express himself in a way that we can get there quickly. And, and I just saw this in him throughout this journey I'm just like wow. He's really gone deep here, deeper than I went, and that, and it's like oh man, like that's really good. So I just I just appreciate the depth of his thinking and and his ability to articulate it in a very simple way so that we can get it and and then potentially make decisions around it.
2: Mackenzie, mine's very s- similar in that uh, at the depth, but. Through doing this podcast together, doing the book together, I think a deep appreciation for Chris's depth of, of feeling. And I think that's going to be a surprise to a lot of people as the, the master facilitator, the master implementer, the master voice on the Tractionville podcast. Uh, Chris's level of, of humility, um, of willingness to go to wherever the conversation needs to go and to not be afraid of whatever feelings that invokes um chris is a a really really special person to be able to play both of those roles where there is the the depth of experience but also uh the depth of just being able to have the emotions around whatever it is not necessarily be ruled by the emotions but allowing himself to feel them you'd be surprised at the number of times that chris and i tell each other that that hurt well mostly (laughs) in text but ouch (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, so Mackenzie, I I wanted to, you know, you,
0: we couldn't have done this without you. So I'm curious, what did you learn about Chris and Benj through this process?
1: Well, I wasn't ready to be put on the spot. (laughs) Um, So the role I played in this project was sort of uh, capturing as much of the visionary in both of both Chris and Benj and sort of trying to structure it in a way that the idea is fully translated on the page. Um, And I think I was just blown away by the concept itself that you all, uh, you, you pulled all of these experiences from your lives and your journeys as entrepreneurs, questions that you've carried, things that you've asked yourselves over years that have shaped the way that you run your businesses And you distilled it into a guide for other people. And I think the ability to to translate something from what you are an expert in and do well into something that other people can use and learn from is phenomenal to me. So I'm constantly amazed by how you both are able to teach uh, teach and guide other people so well. And this is just one expression of that. So, yeah, I, I've I've been so lucky to be a part of this project and get to be just uh, sort of a fly on the wall of both of your your processes and your brains. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
1: what I what I hear in in both of your answers though is just anyone who reads it, anyone who uses it is going to find a whole lot of depth in themselves and a whole lot of candor, um, that they're going to encounter with their own thoughts. It's just, it's a, it's a phenomenal opportunity. Um, and there's so many benefits that we've talked about in this podcast, but as one last question, I would just love for both of you to answer in one sentence. Why do we need this? What What's on the other side of the Clarity Field Guide experience?
2: I love the quote that all the treasures of heaven lie within. Mm-hmm. So much of our time is spent running around looking for external answers when the answers are are inside. We're just too busy running around with our head cut off looking everywhere else. So that's it for me.
0: Well, the simple cheeky answer would be clarity, right? That's on the other side, clarity. And clarity is on the other side. But, but on this theme of you know going deeper, it, it's certainly much much deeper and rewarding. So I think um, I think we all need this. I think it's somewhat similar to maybe a form of meditation in that it's it's you're going to be in quiet solitude. Um, I like that. i I'm, my number one passion is fly fishing, but I actually like fly fishing by myself just walking the streams and being a part of, you know, uh, this, you know, incredible planet that that God made and all the, the animals and just the things in nature. And, and I can get really clear. There's, when I'm out doing that, I'll be honest, I'm not even thinking about my kids. <laughs> I'm not thinking, I'm just there with my thoughts and myself enjoying a passion, but, um, I've had some pretty pretty amazing moments in solitude. And and I just, I I want people to experience that and to give themselves permission. It's
1: okay. That's great. Guys, thank you so much for the time and the effort you put into this book. I just know it's gonna be an incredible resource for so many leaders. Um, Tractionville, I hope you were jotting down notes, but if you weren't, just go get the book. It's out now. It's everywhere. You can head over to clarityfieldguide.com to get some extra resources and see all the places that you can buy it now. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books A Million, anywhere and everywhere you buy your books. It's such a great gift for your clients, your team, your neighbors, everybody as we get closer to the holidays. So go out, go get it, head over to the website and start gaining clarity. That is all for us for now. I'm Mackenzie, and thank you for listening to the Tractionville podcast. We'll see you next week for another Tractionville Tuesday.